Hi, this is Heather Pickin, host of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Masterclass. You're going to learn in 90 days or less how to take your business to the next level. You want to go to the next level, you've got to align your mind to your vision and you got to take action. So I want you to take notes and I also want you to consider to upgrade to the Fearless and Fabulous Bundle. What that is, is experts paid products. Give it to you for only $97. This is important because it's supporting a cause called She Should Run. And that is about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. I want you to be a fearless woman. Stand in your power and know what you stand for. I hope you enjoy this masterclass. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another masterclass of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Entrepreneur Summit. I know that's a mouthful. Um, we're going to get right into it. I don't want to waste your time. I know you have lots of things to do, uh, and I want to bring on my next guest. Let me tell you a little bit about her, uh, Dr. Tiffany Stewart. Uh, she is a national speaker, professional coach, and mentor, trained licensed therapist, and tenured associate professor of counseling. Uh, she works with individuals teaching step-by-step -step how to create the life that they want and desire. Her passion is to help individuals who may be stuck in some areas of life tap into their power and give themselves permission to step into their purpose and create the life they want to live. And she is also the creator of the Leap Success System. So we're going to be talking about that. And I just want to welcome uh, Dr. Tiffany to the masterclass. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to share with you. I, I love it. And, you know, as we're doing this masterclass, I want people to keep in mind of what they can do in 90 days or less. I truly believe to create transformation, they can do that. And we're gonna be talking about the LEAP strategy for finding your purpose. And before we get into that, I know you have a story to tell. So kind of tell us a little bit about how this evolved. Sure, uh, so this evolved, of course, over a course of some time. So like you said, I am a tenured professor um, I am a licensed therapist, and I had spent years in school, because you have to go to school just a little, just a little bit, uh, in order to get to this level. And I had spent so much of time doing all of the things that I was taught to do, uh, that society says that you should do. You go to school, you get the degrees, uh, you get the job. You know, my, my mother used to tell me, just get a job with a, a good 401k and, you know, work it until you're retired and then, you know, you'll be fine. But nowhere in that was I ever told that you should be happy and what you're doing and that work could be something that you actually enjoy like it, it just never even registered to me and no one ever told this to me and once I became a professor of course after I had earned the PhD uh, and I had earned tenure I had this empty feeling and I was just like I just I'm not happy and I just, I didn't understand why I wasn't happy because I had done all of the things that people and society had told me that I should do, but I wasn't happy. And there was a part of me that felt like I was um, selfish 
there was a part of me that felt like I just was um, being ungrateful because these were the things that I had prayed for. These were the things that I had worked for, but yet I was so unhappy. And I, I also have a private practice that I do part-time. And this was a reoccurring theme that I was seeing over and over again in my practice with my clients. Like so many people were unhappy, you know? And I was like, what is this? We are a society of perpetually unhappy people. And so I started to, you know, just sit back and just think and journal and meditate on what is it that's really going to make me happy? Uh, and, and the answer finally came to me was like, I, I'm going to be happy when I see so many other people are happy. You know, I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to reach inside of themselves because that's just how I practice and, and therapy. Like, I believe that everyone has the answers inside of you um, to, for whatever it is that you're searching for, the answers are inside of you. So when I work with my clients in therapy, I, I help them to dig deep to, to figure out what those answers are. So the same thing, I just really transferred this work over and in, into this coaching, mentoring world because, you know, for all of the thousands and millions, billions of people that I can't reach in a one-on-one -on -one therapy session, I'm able to get my work out in a better, more powerful way, this way, so that I can reach as many people as possible for them to live their very best life. Mm, I love that. And I love how your purpose got birthed because it, you know, you had an inner nudging or calling. You kind of said, like you said, you felt empty. So it, it allowed you to really get clear. And I think that's important. Don't you, don't you think like when you want to go after your purpose, and, and this is for women that are listening or watching right now, maybe they have a business, maybe they, they're thinking about starting a business or they have a business right now and they feel that emptiness inside. Um, I actually think that's kind of a good feeling because it prompts you to kind of take notice. I mean, would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, it's a sign, right? It's like a red flag that's telling you that there's something missing. There's something mm. missing in your life, particularly for women, because we are told so often that, you know, we have to be the caretakers for everyone. We have to be someone's spouse. We have to be someone's mother. We have to be someone's employee or, or what have you. And as long as we keep putting out, putting out, putting out and taking care of everyone else, that is supposed to fulfill us. And, and you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't. And I had to get to the point where I said, you know what? It's okay for me to take care of me also. Because once I take care of me, I'm going to be so much greater to everyone else and everything around me. It's so true because I feel as women, we will tend to neglect ourselves, especially if we have kids and we are like the last person in line to really live a fulfilling life. And then you wake up and you're diagnosed with a dis-ease or, or something or feeling stressed, right? And uh, not living your, your fullest potential. So if, you know, when you're, let's just say, and this happened to me before, uh, when I was in my business, I felt this emptiness, like I don't really want to do this type of business. And I was positioning more myself you know, doing the marketing. And I'm like, that's not really what I'm about. And I feel a lot of women that are watching this right now 
they're running their business and they're not aligned with their purpose. So what are some strategies that you can share with them using your uh, LEAP strategy? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, let me just say that uh, every, however often I need it, I stop my life <laughs> per se. And I check in with me, all right? I check in with me to figure out, is this still working for me? Because sometimes what we thought worked for us or what we wanted, it may have worked then, but somehow it changes and it shifts for us. And I allow myself the permission to stop if something is no longer feeding me and reevaluate it re-strategize and then I go back in and I do something differently and it's okay to to actually do that so the way that I came about my my leap process was and all all of this um everything that that I was doing and everything kind of got to like um it, it snowballed right so uh, I'll try to be really really quick with this <laughs> Um, so, so that I don't bore you too much, but just and getting to the point where I was deciding to go back to school to, to get my PhD program. So, um, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, and, um, I had been struggling with, I know I want to do something. I don't, I, I know exactly what I want to do because at that time I wanted to be a therapist, but I didn't want to go back to school. But. Um, it just, every, everything just kept failing. Everything that I was doing, it kept failing. So I was investing in real estate and it was still it, like, it wasn't making me any money. And I was just like, what is going on? I kept getting job after job after job. Nothing was working. I kept losing my jobs. And I was like, what is going on? I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. So I said, okay, I'm going to go back to school. I, I, I applied for a program in New Orleans because I didn't want to leave home didn't get accepted to the program. So I said, okay, I'm gonna apply to one program. Um, and it was in Ohio. And I had already left home once before, but you know, I had a daughter at the time who was four. The first time I left, she was two months old. And I just didn't wanna leave and, and be by myself again without family. Uh, and the first time that we left, I was married, but by the time um, I finished school, I was divorced. So now here I am a single mother with this baby and here it is, I'm trying to do this again. And by the way, I was told, why are you trying to continue your education? You are a mother now, you just stop. Like, what are you doing? as if something was wrong with me to continue to want to um, pursue my education and pursue my dreams because somehow being a mother meant that your life ended. So I went against all of that. Uh, I applied to one program. I got accepted into the program. I still didn't want to go, but I ended up leaving anyway. I left in two weeks to the day that I left. Hurricane Katrina hit my city. Mm. And it just was something I was like, oh my gosh, like I was struggling with this internally and I didn't want to leave, but something was like pushing me. Like you have to go, you have to go. And I was like, oh my gosh, once, you know, in hindsight, looking back, it was like something was telling me that it was time to shift. 
fast forward, it, it was tumultuous my entire time in my PhD program, which was four years. Um, and then, of course, I, I moved to my tenure track position. And now, you know, once I had done all of this and earned tenure while I'm saying, okay, I'm still empty. So I'm just like, I was holding on to all of these messages that were given to me. You're a mother now, you've done enough, just work this job, it doesn't matter that you're unhappy, you know, and I'm holding on to all of these things. And I was like, it, and this literally came to me in a dream one night, leap. And I was like, okay. And I, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go with it. So leap, my leap stands for let go expectations accept possibilities and to me that it was let go of all of the chatter that you have in your head all of the things that society is telling you all of the things that you're holding on to that's stopping you from being your very best from being the person who you were created to be because you're living somebody else's dream let go of all of that uh, in the expectations that you may have for yourself because you know what your expectations may look very different and It doesn't mean that it's wrong because you had an expectation in your head to look that looked a certain kind of way and I always use this image of you know like if I have a painting and because I have a painting and I turn that painting upside down does it make it a different painting doesn't make it a different painting. The painting is still the same, just looks a little different, right? So let go of those expectations and then accept, accept where you are right now in this moment, accept that you cannot change what has happened to you in the past, right? But you're right here, right now, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this very moment. And once you get to a point where you can accept where you are, all the things that have happened, there are so many other possibilities on the other side. You come out on the other side. So many things I've had experienced because I gave myself that permission um, that I never ever would have even imagined had I not done it. So that's what my leap stands for. And that's the I love it. I love it. And I was just thinking as you're talking about your story, story is so important for women that are listening right now that are on the fence. They're not leaping, you know, they're not finding their purpose because they're, they're so afraid. They're so in their fear of letting go. And, and you're saying you've, you've got to let go. And it's interesting because I know I found this in my journey the more I tried to push harder and finding the answers and like maybe I would go down a path going, well, I should do this, like using imperative language, I found that it was not the right solution. And so it sounds like your journey was similar. People were telling you, oh, you must do this. You go down that path and there's a roadblock and it's like, wait a minute, this is a sign that I shouldn't be doing it. And I see women doing this all of the time, they, they stop themselves from really reaching their highest potential because they're injecting the values of society, what other people are saying, oh, you've got to do this, but not really listening to their own intuition. And so you brought that up, like listening to your intuition and being able to let go because you had mentioned, as I was listening to your story, like your success journey was not linear. You had to go multiple steps in order for you to get where you're at. And I, I think there's actually kind of 
beauty in that, right? Would you agree? Because you can't take back your experiences. So let, let's talk about that. Let, a lot of times people beat themselves up. Oh, you know, I wish I would have done that. So how can they really move forward and, and leap into their own purpose? Well, you know, it, again, it's like accepting where you are. And I, I'll give you an example. So I'll go back to the example of when I went to my PhD program. And I, like I said, I had started uh, acquiring all of these properties in, in real estate uh, in New Orleans. And so I was the one in my family. And by the way, I was um, first generation, right, in, in college. So um, I, I started acquiring all of these properties. And I, so I was the one that my family and friends had looked at me as being, you know, the successful one. Like, you're successful. What are you doing? What are you doing? They called me like a, um, what do they call it? A career student, as if I didn't want to work. And so, um, you know, I had a nice house. I had a nice car. But what happened was I started attaching my identity to the material things. And when I left, like I said, two weeks to the day, all of that was taken away from me. Mm. And my brother drove me to Ohio to my appoint, uh, uh, apartment, my new apartment that I found online and it was a dump. And the only thing that I remember him saying was that, oh, Tiffany lives in a hood. She lives in a hood. And I just remember him driving away, like, you know, almost like so happy, you know, because what happened was I had to get knocked down because I had started associating or identifying myself and I I put that out front in front you know I have the degrees I have this I have the car I have the houses I have all of these things and all of that was taken away from me so you know what happened I had to start showing up mm. just me not the things and so people were either gonna like me or me and not what I had uh, or they were not. And I felt very naked and vulnerable. But I had to get to that point where, you know what? I had to be, get knocked down to that in order to appreciate anything else that would be presented to me because it, keep, it kept me grounded. It keeps me grounded because those things can be taken away from you at any point in life. And so at the core of anything that I do, it is, am I happy? Am I happy? And again, it goes back to, I give myself the permission to say, wait a minute, let me reevaluate this because this is no longer making me happy. It used to make me happy two years ago, but it's not doing that today. So it's time to move around. That's what I say. That's my, my saying, move around. <laughs> uh, what is going to make me happy today, right? And so that is a question that I ask so many people. And it seems like a really, really um, simple question, but you would be surprised at how many people will tell you all of the things that they don't want Mm -hmm. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want to do this. I don't want this kind of man. I don't want that kind of house. But when I say, what do you want? You know, the most common response that I get, I don't know. I don't know. 
And so that's what we work on. What is it that you want? Because there's no way that you can get to what you want if you don't even know it. It, it's so true. It, it's so true. And I love your story. You know, I have a similar story about, you know, I would say breakdowns lead to breakthroughs about kind of getting to that, that point where you're like, I've got to change my life. I know for me, uh, it was, I, I got thrown out at 2am. I uh, was living with a boyfriend and I had to take everything that I had in trash bags and, and stuff it in there. And I was sitting there with my little chihuahua at the time, Angel. And I'm like, I'm a college educated woman. How did I get here? I need to change. And that was my huge wake up call. I had a, I didn't have a car. I had a couple hundred dollars in my um, bank account. And uh, I remember just like getting focused, like I want to get focused and I'm going to do something, you know, I'm going to find my purpose, just like we're talking about. And that's what literally changed in my life. You know, I had to get clear. And so what you're saying is that, you know, give yourself permission. I think a lot of women don't give themselves permission to do what they want. Let, let's talk about this in terms, and I see this a lot with women entrepreneurs. They've got this juicy vision that they want to pursue, and then their partner, their significant other, says, no, you can't do that, or no, you know, you, you tried to do that before, and what's going to make it different, you know, this time? Have you had some of those cases, and what would you say to women that are kind of like, gosh, I really want to do this. This is eating me up inside, but they're not taking action. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had the experience with that. Uh, and I think it's, it's very normal. It's very typical. But here's the thing. You have to watch who you share your vision with. Particularly, I mean, nobody's given your vision. So they, they can't see how this thing plays out. And one thing that I've been very, very good at and very successful with in my life is going to people who have been where I want to go. And so if the, these people have not done the things that I want to do, I don't share my vision with them because so many people live their lives in fear and the fear stops them from doing everything. And their fear, they are going to project off onto you. So because they are scared that somebody may laugh at them, they are scared because they may, they may fail. They are scared because somebody told them that they couldn't do it. Then what they tell you is that, oh, what if that fails? What if you lose your money? What if somebody laughs at you? What if somebody talks about you? What if, what if? I don't want to talk to those people because they're going to discourage me. I want to talk to the person that says, you know what? I lost more times than I won, but here's where I am now. Here's what happened to me before, and here's what I did. I want to talk to that person who has either gone through it or who's in the trenches with me now, going to where I want to get to. Because other than that, these other people, I want no part of it, no part of it at all. And that's the thing that I would say to anyone. Get with the people who think the way that you think right? Um, there, there is a saying, um, I, I believe it's T.D. Jakes who says it, that if your level is on the level of a giraffe, then you can't ask a turtle to see what you see, right? Because they don't have the vision. They, they're way down there. They can't see what the giraffe sees. So you can't ask the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> from their level 
because they don't see it and they never will. Mm, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You got to hang around people that you feel connected with, that you can mastermind with, or or actually hire, you know, hiring a coach, counselor, mentor that you feel aligned with. Because I know for me, when I was going through my freak out moment, my breakdown, I had to hire someone. There's no way I would have been able to accelerate what I did in those months if I didn't, you know, have someone. So how important do you think it is to you know, because I'm looking at accelerating the, the, the process. If someone wants to accelerate where they're at in their business, whether it gets started, get clear on their purpose, or kind of pivot, how important do you think it is to invest in yourself? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, imperative. <laughs> it's imperative for you to invest in yourself. First of all, you cannot expect for someone to pay you for something that you don't believe in. So it's just like me being a therapist. If I had never been to therapy before, why would I expect for someone to come to me and expect to get any type of result if I don't even believe in therapy myself? Because I'm good and I can fix everything on my own. Why? That's just, that's ludicrous to me. <laughs> uh, and, and so it's the same thing here. Uh, when, because I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to shift my business. I can do this academic academia thing right i can do this counseling thing i that's what i know how to do but when i shifted my business i didn't know how to do that and so again like i said i've done i've been very very successful in going to the people who have been where i want to get to and so it only made sense to me to work with someone who could help me to get there. And that's the thing that I would definitely, definitely encourage um, anybody to do. Get with a coach, someone who's been there or who's going through it also to help you. Mm. I don't like to be in the back of the line. I want to go to the line. And that's what my coach helped me to do. Yeah, she helped me to skip the line <laughs> and go to the front of the line and to, to make it um, a little less painful. <laughs> yeah, I agree because, you know, it's like when you're working with someone that has been there, it's like you're taking all of their expertise and accelerating it. You're putting it into a plan. So it's like if you're here, yeah. instead of doing it on your own and let's just say taking it five years, you might be able to accomplish it in six months or less. And, and that is the beauty. So I always look at when you're hiring someone, you're investing in your inspired idea to accelerate the process and which you accomplish your, your goals. So let, let's go back. Let's kind of tie this all together, what you've been talking about with your leap strategy. And, and part of, I love that word leap because it's kind of like ripping off the Band-Aid, just yeah. doing it. Um, what do you think in terms of 90 days or less if someone, let's just say if they're trying to get clear on their, their business purpose or maybe pivot, uh, the first step is, is just kind of what you were saying, asking what you want, right? Right. And, and here's the thing that I always say, change doesn't take long to happen. And that's a mindset thing. So when you decide that you want change in your life, that's when it happens. When you make the decision. Yes. Doesn't have to be made for you. It's, again, when you give yourself the permission to do it, that, that's when change happens. When you mm. say, I'm no longer going to accept this in my life anymore. That's when change happens. It happens in an instant. 
I love what you're saying. I'm just going to reiterate that for everyone. It's like change doesn't have to take years. It is really about making a decision and giving yourself permission. And I will tell you, I look back at my so-called toxic relationships. As soon as I gave myself permission to leave, my business and life changed. So what you're saying is so on point. I, I just have to reiterate that. Like it doesn't have to take you years. You just got to make the decision to be successful, go after your purpose, everything that you're talking about today. Right. Absolutely. And the doors will open for you. Once you make the decision, then you don't have to worry about how to do it. You just have to decide that you want to do it. And that is another golden nugget of information. We get so caught up in the how, and it's all about giving yourself permission, like really, really doing that and, and going after it. Wow. Dr. Tiffany, I could be talking to you for hours. You are absolutely fabulous. Can I just say? <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love your story and I can just identify with your story so much. And I know you've got a free gift. Uh, I believe it's called the Leap Workbook. So can you tell us a little bit about that? And the link is going to be right below this video or wherever you're watching or listening. Yeah. So my Leap Workbook is a workbook that helps you to just sit down and map out what it is that you really want. And so when I am working here, here's how the whole concept came about really, really quickly. When I'm working with my clients in therapy, and again, I ask them very, very simple questions that they just never even thought about before. These are the questions that I put into the workbook. What is it that you would like your life to look like? And I just want you to sit down, use it like a journal, and no one else has to see it. But just put down, if you could have anything, if however you would want your life to be, jot it down. Uh, and I have some, some cues up in there to kind of lead you. And it's going to help you at first to be able to get clear on what it is that you want in your life. I love that. I love that. Then you start creating it. But you got it <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I encourage everyone to go ahead and, and download uh, the gift below this video or wherever you're watching or listening. And I just want to again thank you, Dr. Tiffany, for being my expert guest today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. My, it was my pleasure. Uh, I just want to close this out today and you know, take what you've learned. If you're in your head, if you're in your fear, you really want to take that next step. You, you want to leap like Dr. Tiffany was talking about and really get clear on what it is that you want. And, and the most important thing, you know, that I'm hearing today is make a decision. Just make a freaking decision. Be fearless, be fabulous in pursuing something extraordinary and really making a difference in the world. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this masterclass. Now, my question for you is, what are you going to do in the next 90 days? I want you to take action that is aligned with your ambitious goal. You know, when I work with clients, I actually show them how to change the neuroplasticity of their brain. And part of the process is really understanding, you know, what goal, what action that I want to take is actually in alignment with my vision and mission and purpose. So you want to make sure that you have that. Uh, my other ask is to consider uh, doing the Fearless and Fabulous Female Bundle. That is an upgrade and it's $97. It runs throughout the summit. The reason why that's important is number one, 
it's going to accelerate the rate in which you start attracting your success with some of the strategies that uh, these experts are offering you. Uh, number two, it's actually going to support a cause called She Should Run. As I mentioned earlier, it's about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. As women, we are so powerful. And I believe we are really living in an interesting time that we can change the world with our work. So again, I hope you consider the Fearless and Fabulous bundle and I want you to take action, okay? I'm gonna be checking up on you.